0: Hello again, it's Craig and welcome to another episode of AADA. This is episode 215 and I've called this episode Six Things Young Designers Need to Do Better. This is influenced by a, a couple of designers that we've had in over the last couple of weeks and it's some things that I've observed and some things that I think they need to learn to do better. So if you're a young designer, if you just started as a designer or if you're learning how to be a designer right now, this is the episode for you. It's the one you should be listening to. And I'm saying all this from 12 years of experience and nearly eight years of experience of running my own design agency, so I know what I'm talking about. I've been doing this for a long time, and some of, this, some of this stuff really applies to all kinds of other stuff. It doesn't just apply to design. So if you're a young developer as well, what you need to know in this episode is probably something you're going to find useful too. So let's get started with number one. Number one is such a big one, and this is something I've seen over the last couple of weeks, and I've seen it over the years that we've had young designers into our studio. Use a damn sketchbook. So many young designers, and to be honest, so many older designers don't use sketchbooks, and I want to wring their neck every time I see somebody turn up to our office without a sketchbook. The sketchbook is so powerful. As a designer and To be honest, as a developer, or as any young person, or as any old person, sketchbooks are so useful. They allow you to just explore ideas instantly. All you need to do is grab a pencil or a pen and start drawing or writing stuff. It's completely instantaneous. You don't need to wait for your laptop to turn on. You are not distracted by notifications from anything else. It's just instantaneous. And it saddens me a little bit to see how many young designers specifically don't own a sketchbook or who haven't turned up to our offices with one anyway. And they don't even seem to really know how to use a sketchbook. They just rush to the computer to start making ideas. An idea really should always start on a sketchbook. And especially when you're a young designer, it should always start in a sketchbook because you're not experienced. You don't have the bank and the wealth and the breadth of ideas in your head to be able to go straight to a computer. It takes time and years to develop those kind of things. So without those ideas, you need to explore what's in your brain before you put it onto a computer. It's much easier to explore things on a piece of paper than it is On a screen. It's just quicker, it's more instant, and you just need to do it. And then, number two, use a sketchbook. I'm going to keep saying this because it's really important, although this is a bit of a cop out by putting it as two points, but I think it's worth point one and point two. Use a sketchbook, they're so important. If you don't own a sketchbook, if you're a young designer right now listening to this, You don't own a sketchbook, you've never used one, or you've never used one beyond your teachers telling you that you need to use one, go buy your own sketchbook right now. Go buy your own mechanical pencil, I prefer mechanical pencils, and go buy some pens and go do it. Number three, create way more work than your teachers or your lecturers are telling you to do. Don't just do the work that you're being told to do. When you when you do a course, whether it's one years or two years or three years, the things that you get told to do in class are the bare minimum. They're the smallest amount of things you need to do to pass your course. They're the smallest amount of things that you need to do to get even slightly competent, to become average. Nobody wants to be average. I don't care what you say to me now when you listen to this. You might be saying, Craig, but I'm not bothered about being a great designer. Yes, you are. Deep down, you're bothered about being the best person in the world. You want to be a world beater. I don't care what you're telling me on the other side of this uh, mic right now. You do want to be a world beater. And the only way to be a world beater and the only way to be the best at what you do is by doing more work than people tell you to do. And that means making your own briefs, asking local design agencies for more briefs, asking your lecturers for more briefs, asking your lecturers for more work, going on the internet, following other design professionals, going on the internet and networking with other design professionals, just doing everything. You need to do way more work than your teachers and your lecturers tell you to do. Number four is the big one. Criticism. When you're a young designer, you can't take criticism. I couldn't take criticism as an 18-year-old, as a 19, as a 20-year-old. I couldn't take criticism. It's really hard to learn to take criticism because you are, you just instantly think you're being criticised personally. You think somebody's saying to you. You are shit. You think someone is talking directly to you and you feel insulted. You feel insulted. You feel upset. But that criticism part is the core of graphic design and it's the core of design and the core of any creative pursuit. So you need to learn to take criticism properly and you need to learn that criticism is not a criticism of yourself. It's a criticism of your work. And then you need to learn how to criticize your own work and discover the errors and discover the errors with it before somebody else discovers the errors with it. And all that stuff only comes with experience. And the only way you get that experience is by seeking out criticism. So if you know some other designers, presumably you'll have a couple of people on your course or you'll have co-workers or things like that. Find some people to critique your work. I know it's hard. I appreciate that. It's hard asking people to tell you what's wrong with anything that you do, but you need to do it for the good of your career and for the good of your life and for the good of everything else. You need to seek out criticism. It's going to be the toughest thing that you do as a designer, but you need to seek it out. Number five, do work for clients And it doesn't matter how good you are right now, and it doesn't matter how good you think you are. You can do some work for your mum, for your dad, for your auntie, for your local hairdressers. You can do it for free or for really cheap. It doesn't matter. Just get some client experience. Because when you get client experience, that's the other side of design. You've got... The criticism side, where people tell you how rubbish or how good your work is, and then you've got the client side, which is the customer service side. And really, the customer service side of design is the most important thing after criticism, because some some clients will give you criticism, so they kind of mesh into each other but you need to find clients and you need to find clients before you think you are ready. And the reason for finding them before you think that you are ready is because they're going to tell you that your work is bad. And that comes back to number four, that you're seeking out criticism and you're seeking out people who are going to tell you that your work is bad and it's going to make you improve your work. So go and do client work before you even feel ready for it. And then number six, nothing. And I mean nothing beats hard work. Every single time, every single day of the year, no matter how talented as a, de- a designer is, if they're not working hard, they're going to be a worse designer than you if you're working harder than them. Nothing beats hard work and it's the thing that you need to get into your head so much. The, in the design world, lots of people do lots of work, lots of, lots of people work late, start early. It's quite common in the design industry. It's not something that I subscribe to personally. I turn up to work usually at 8am, leave at four or turn up at nine and leave at five. I don't like overworking, but that's something I've learned after 12 years. I used to overwork. I used to overwork terribly when I was a younger designer and that was to build my reputation, to build my skills, to build my experience And there's going to be an element of that that you're going to have to do as well. So you need to learn hard work. And the only way to learn hard work is to do hard work. So be prepared for hard work. And if you're not prepared for hard work, go do some hard work. Go put some hard work in right now. Now, I know that list wasn't comprehensive, but I think those six things, or rather five, because I said sketchbook twice, I think those six things are kind of the core of any designer and of any young developer as well. Those are the things that education is not always brilliant at teaching. And they're the things that education sometimes teach you. Sometimes your teachers and your lecturers will be telling you those things, but you don't listen. And I'm here to tell you as an experienced professional that they're the single most important things that are going to dictate your success or failure. And if you're not doing those things, I can pretty much guarantee you're either going to be an average designer or a failure. So that was episode 215 and you can find the show notes out about that episode at askadesigneranythingcom forward slash EP215. I'm back tomorrow with another episode just like this one and I hope you join me then and thank you so much for listening.